everybody. It's me, Stu Helm, the Food Fan here at Food Fan HQ, recording another little segment for you. And this time, the segment is about dreams and big dreams, little dreams. I am a person who has a lot of dreams. They are not often the biggest dreams. I like to dream small and make little things happen because small dreams come true and bigger dreams are just a little bit more difficult to achieve. And uh, the reason I bring this up is because one of my dreams has been more or less dashed on the rocks and another one is coming true for the third time in a row. So I'm excited about the one coming true. I'm sorry to talk about the one that's not coming true, or at least not coming true in the way that I had hoped and that I had talked about a lot in public. And let's uh, just cut to the chase. I'm talking about the food pod. Now, if you have been following me for a year or more, you may have seen me do a lot of posts about I'm going to start this food pod. I've got a partner. He's got a piece of land. It's out by Earth Fair. He wants to start a food pod, and he contacted me. I just happened to go to Portland, Oregon right around the same time, saw all the amazing food pods there, and kind of felt like, oh, this is kismet. I should follow through with this and, and do this for myself and for Asheville and could be an opportunity for all the great food trucks and stuff. And uh, so he and I started to talk about it. And in case you don't really know what a food pod is, P-O-D, um, it just means a, a permanent place for food trucks, multiple food trucks to park permanently. And in Portland, they are, the, the law states that they have to be able to move, but they're not required to move. I guess is the simple way to put that. Um, and so, and there's tables and chairs and permanent structures in food pods. And some of them in Portland are quite lovely. A lot of them are, they're all very popular and they're full of great food, you know? So I was like, let's do this. And so we started chugging along. And when I'm into something, I'm pretty public about it. I, I like to get the public, ex my readers in, excited about, things that I'm working on. And so anyone who has been following me knows all about this food pod thing that I've been working on with my partner. And well, I'm just going to say that it's not coming true um, in the way that we envisioned. Uh, and the reason is, is that there's a lot of rules and regulations around this kind of stuff here in Asheville. And I'm not mad at any of these entities because they're just doing their job and protecting the public and us and you know making sure things don't run afoul but yeah the, the city and duke energy and the people in charge the dot uh the people in charge of trees and water people and all of this stuff got involved and they all had legit rules and regulations and concerns and it's like a game of you know, you move the pieces around to try to make the picture um, and you got to move them around. But in this case, the game is like the pictures are in conflict with each other. So you go to move the piece for the tree people and then the Department of, of Transportation is like, uh-uh, can't do that. Anyways, I, I ain't mad about it. I've heard people rail on and on about the city, but the city's just doing its job. You know, they're making sure that we don't create a cesspool or a fire hazard, a grease pit or something, you know, 
And Duke Energy is like, well, you can't light our cables on fire with a fire pit right here. And, and the tree people are like, you can't have a tree there. And you got to have a tree over here. And la-di-da. It went on until it just became untenable for us anymore. So, unfortunately, no food pod at that location at this time. I do know two other people that are kind of working on a food pod on their own, but I won't tell you anything about their dreams until they're ready to tell you guys. But as far as that space that my partner on the food pod has, it's still there. And the city was like, you can park one truck at a time, just like a normal private parking lot. And so we're going to see if that flies. The location is a little bit like, I think, great for a food pod. I'm not sure how it will do for just a food truck. But if it can happen, we'll try to make that happen. And in the meantime, there is a new food truck parking spot that's not a pod and is just like a food truck parking there. And that is right here on the, on South French Broad Avenue, right downtown. And, uh, or just on the outskirts of downtown, they, the, it, it's being run by the folks who do, who run Hatch. Hatch is like a co-work space type of thing. I'm actually a little vague on what Hatch is, so I'll have to look into that. But uh, it's in, Hatch is in the same building that had Hopi and Company, which is gone now, unfortunately, because we really need a grocery store here in the South French Broad area. Hello. Uh, it is a food desert over here. They even took away the hotspot, which, and I say they took away, I don't know what happened. The, the hotspot closed down and I never went grocery shopping on the hotspot, but a lot of people did. And they're just the closest place to buy groceries to the South French Broad neighborhood is the French Broad Co-op. And that's quite a walk. A lot of people in this neighborhood are on foot. So that's quite a walk. And uh, it's also pretty expensive. And I live in a neighborhood, in case you don't know, South French Broad it does have a lot of public housing on it. So there's um, not, it's not the wealthiest neighborhood, perhaps. Um, and so maybe that's why the grocery stores don't want to open here because they're like, oh, we can't soak these people for tons of money. Not that grocery stores soak people. They provide a great service. And I'm not saying that the French Broad Food Co-op is too expensive. I shop there. I don't have a ton of money. And I just get a few things and I'm fine. But a lot of folks are, are not prepared to pay those prices for organic food and such. I don't know. Where was I? I was talking about, oh, the, the food truck parks across the street from Little B Thai on South French Broad. And they do that three or four, I think twice a week, once or twice a week, and they might be bumping that up more. You can check the schedule on the Hatch Facebook page, I believe, but I also post the schedule on my Facebook page. So you can just check my Facebook page, which is Stu Helm Food Fan. And um, so a lot of nice trucks parked there. In one of note that I'm very fond of is Feta Flav, the Greek food truck parks there with frequency. And yeah, right across from Little B Thai, and the new Pollen Coffee and Flower Shop. And if you haven't been to Pollen, check it out because it is uh, very cute. They sell flowers and coffee and pastries. And I had a house-made Pop-Tart there uh, last week, and it was great. And cup of coffee, that was also great. All right, well, that's my, my dream that isn't happening is the food truck pod, the food pod, not happening. All right. But what is happening is Punk Rock Hot Dogs 2022 is 
on the move. It's happening. I booked out all of my competitors at this point. I know that there's always a chance one of them going to drop out. And if that happens, I'm prepared to step in and cook under the banner of puke. Uh, my imaginary punk rock restaurant. I had to do that last year. Somebody didn't show up at the last minute and puke stepped in with um, apple brandy beef hot dogs and uh, we crushed it. Um, but anyways, so, but, so if these competitors, one of these competitors doesn't show up, then I'll step in. But as it stands, these are the competitors in punk rock hot dogs 2022. And it is a fantastic lineup. I was just looking at it and thinking, this is a great, great lineup, like just amazing. So first of all, we have last year's People's Choice winner, and that is Chef Chris Cox. Now, last year, he won cooking for the Malvern. He's no longer at the Malvern. This year, he's cooking with Mother Ocean Market. So it's like our number one contender, our number one competitor is a fish store for our hot dogs. So, but, you know, Chris Cox going to crush it. I have no doubt. And next uh, competitor is Bears Smokehouse Barbecue, Asheville and South Asheville. And last year, they didn't win or, or place, but they, uh, because we only had two, you won either the judges vote or the uh, people's vote. There was no second, third, any of that junk. Um, and But they were super popular with everybody because they made a totally functional weed pipe out of their hot dog. Like you could absolutely 100% smoke weed through their hot dog and the judges did that. They smoked some legal Delta eight and uh, they were like, yeah, it's amazing. And so uh, that's bears, smokehouse barbecue. And then we have storm rum bar and bistro run by my friend, chef Jay Medford, and just one of the most fun and awesome cooks in town. And we, uh, we really love it when Jay participates. He's also very participatory. He loves to throw down. He loves slash hates to throw down at these events. And for punk rock hot dogs, I think he enjoys pretending that he doesn't care. And he never, and he always says, I'm never going to win this thing. But the last person to say that they never win anything won the punk rock hot dogs competition. That was chef Stephen Goff, who is now a judge this year. He said, I never win these. And then he won in 2019. So thing. Congratulations to Chef Stephen Goff. Um, and then uh, we have Sandhill Kitchen, Chef Jamie Wade, and I'm excited about that. She recently won a tournament, an elimination tournament type thing that AVL Today did that was for fried chicken. So she won that. And I don't know if AVL Today is was aware, but I did the exact same thing a few years, like a tournament online fried chicken and Sandhill won that one too. And I, I don't, it, I can tell you, it was a little irksome to me to see that they did the exact, exact same thing I did. But same winner, so all good. Uh, Sandhill Kitchen got, is the winner of the fried chicken tournament thingy, dingy. Um, but they are, and they're gonna throw down in the hot dog thing. And Jamie Wade also said, I never win anything. So maybe she'll win this year too. And uh, next up is the auditorium. Now y'all know how much I love the auditorium. I gave them my meal of the year award for 2021. Just had the most fantastically delicious meal there. And they were also up for some other awards. Oh, in fact, they won the Burger of the Year Award as well with their puke burger or barf burger, it was called. And they did it for the puke pop-up that I did with them. Um, and so the auditorium, really looking forward to seeing what they do. Next is Papusaria Patty. And that's a little bit of a, just like the fish store, that's a little unexpected. The Papusaria is going to throw down. But I'll tell you what, talk about somebody who's participatory 
Chef Patty Sains is just game to do these types of things. She's just full of energy and excitement. She's an amazing chef. Uh, she, last year when we did this, she invited me to the pupuseria prior to the event where she laid out like 12 hot dogs for me. And it was like the greatest thing ever, man. Like I, she was like, these are some of my ideas. And I was like, these hot dogs are winners, you know? And I told her, you got to punk it up a little bit though, because part of the thing about punk rock hot dogs is the hot dogs are judged on how punk they are. And that's not everybody got a grasp of what that means. And so I had to explain through an interpreter what it, that really meant. And, you know, you're a little bit irreverent, a little fun, a little in your face, a little up your nose. And you could do some research about some punk bands and try to model some stuff after that. This year, the theme is goth. G-O-T-H, which is like a form of punk music. Um, and so I'm, I'm interested to see how the chefs deal with that. I'm imagining a lot of squid ink is going to be involved. Um, all right. And after Pupuseria, so I'm super psyched about Pupuseria Patty. And after Pupuseria Patty, we have new contenders. Those were all people who contended last year. So we have six people who contended last year and four people who are new. And the first new one is my... I'm so happy to get these guys. I tried to get them last year and they were already booked to do something else, but Creamworks is coming. And if you don't know Creamworks, you got to follow them on Facebook and stuff because they post some really tasty looking pictures. Oh my God, that's my doorbell. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters. I am back after answering my doorbell or answering my door. My doorbell rang and right in the middle of recording something and I had to jump up and go get the door and now I'm back, but it's like literally two days later. So uh, two days later, I'm going to try to finish up this segment that I was doing about punk rock hot dogs and I was going through the list of contenders and I had just been talking about Creamworks and I'm super happy that Creamworks is on board. This is run by Nikisha Marvels and her husband Richard and they I really wanted them to compete last year because Creamworks is a food cart, a food truck. It's you, you attach it to the back of another vehicle to drive it around. It's not its own powered truck but it's a cart more and they uh, they kind of specialize in hot dogs and they they have a lot of other stuff and it looks it's all looks amazing i've tried the hot their big hot dog which is called i think the big daddy or something like that <coughs> excuse me and it is awesome like uh that one is awesome so their food looks great i really want them involved and they are involved so welcome on board for the first time creamworks and then next for new competitors we have a place called or another truck actually or cart i believe i haven't seen this one it's called bigfoot longs and not big footlongs, but Bigfoot longs, as in the cryptozoological being that haunts the deep wooded areas of this earth. Uh, now Bigfoot has its own cart and vending hot dogs, and they requested to be involved. And Bigfoot long is run by, Bigfoot longs is run by Joshua Held. I've never heard Joshua's last name said out loud. It's spelled H-E- a-L-D could be pronounced healed, but Joshua um, wanted to be involved and I had space. He's involved and I'm excited. That makes two uh, 
hot dog specialist food carts so far. And then we have another. This one is a full-blown truck called Asheville Hot Dogs. It doesn't get any more simple and basic than that, right? Like, how come nobody's ever done that before? Well, Adolfo Tovar has done it, and I have not eaten off of Adolfo's food truck. I have not met Adolfo. I got in touch with him through my good friend, Luis Carlos Serapio, a.k.a. Lucho, and Lucho told me that uh, I reached out to him and I said, I, I've got Papusaria Patty involved, but I would like more people from the Hispanic, Latin, Spanish-speaking communities out there. And uh, Lucho put me in touch with Adolfo. I invited him and he said, yes, he was very enthusiastic. He said, of course, I want to be involved. My company is called Asheville Hot Dogs. And so welcome on board, Adolfo. And finally, our final and 10th contender is Huli Su's Hawaiian Barbecue. And Huli Su's is run by two very nice people named Ben and Lisa. And Ben, I believe, is the executive chef. I always see him in the kitchen wearing an apron and stuff. And they are, as I said, a Hawaiian barbecue place. So that's pretty interesting and pretty fun to have a Hawaiian barbecue place. So how are they going to combine their Hawaiian stuff with their barbecue stuff with the theme of goth, G-O-T-H. I got to always spell that because I feel like it's a hard word to hear in a way, you know, goth that just kind of ends on a soft note. But um, anyways, I'm curious to see how those three things come together on a hot dog. And I'm asking everybody, what would you put on a hot dog to make it goth? And one of my favorite answers online, somebody said the ashes of Robert Smith. And then somebody pointed out that he's not dead yet and that he may never die, that he might be a immortal vampire from a past I don't know. I I was never that into goth. I just kind of like it as a concept and I want to switch it up every year. Last year the concept was anarchy. And the hot dog that won wasn't even a hot dog. It was an octopus leg. Not even kidding. And the judges had to judge on how punk it was and they rated it 5 out of 5 every category it it was it got perfect scores not across the board but it got several perfect scores and it was anarchy man so anything anything went and the chef took that literally and ended up bringing home the prize that's chef Eric Morris from Cultura which is a fancy fancy James Beard type restaurant James Beard nominated in reality has been nominated by the James Beard Association. So this doesn't surprise anybody that he might come up with something really cool and crazy and put an octopus leg on a, I think it was a black hot dog roll too. I think he dyed it black with squid ink, which was in keeping with the sort of tentacled creatures. Um, and uh, the first year we did it, um, the theme was you pick a band and um, you theme your hot dog after that band. And, and that year I learned that not everybody hip to what's cool in the punk rock music scene. You know, people were picking bands and I was like, yikes, that band sucks. Um, but all was good because you have Stephen Goff, as mentioned, was the winner and he picked Gigi Allen. And if you don't know who Gigi Allen is, look that up. And I'll just say that Gigi Allen is by far bar none, the most offensive human being that's ever been uh, a musician that's ever recorded multiple, multiple records. And 
is has a following and stuff. And Gigi's no longer with us. Gigi passed away quite a long time ago. But if you look up Gigi Allen and you learn some stuff about him, and then you imagine a hot dog based on this guy, yikes. Uh, so Stephen won with that. It was incredible. So Punk Rock Hot Dogs, July 30th, 2022. Shea Brown Events, Stu Helm Food, food Fan, co-producing at the Masonic Temple. Tickets on sale soon. Uh, and it's the most crazy, fun, wild, and wacky event of the whole year, food or otherwise. All right, folks. Well, thanks for putting up with me while I answer my door. And I also did a bunch of laundry in between. I went out to eat. I hung out. I slept twice. I watched some movies. So I did a lot of stuff in between the beginning of the segment and the end of the segment. But I'm going to try to meld them together seamlessly for broadcast. All right. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you again real soon.